Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast. Today is Wednesday, November 16th, 2022. Podcast brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Faro Independent Mortgage Corporation, equal housing lender. MLS number is 2289. Yes, with me this morning, we have a great podcast. We're going to talk about all things stock market, real estate market, home inventory number of buyers out there, inflation, home prices specifically, interest rates, outlook, everything like that. But with me first, we have Lisa Lawson. Good morning, Lisa. Morning, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. John Cole, Mr. John Cole. Good morning, John. Good morning, everyone. And Harvey Free. Good morning, Harvey. Hello, everybody. Hopefully, Becky Allen will be joining us. But if not, uh, I went to an event that Becky threw yesterday downtown at the uh, Garden Theater on Woodward in Detroit. It was a fantastic venue. Um, Becky was awesome on a panel. We'll fire up some pictures on our Facebook page of the event. Um, also, going to talk about some current events today, everybody. And Lisa, I'm going to start off with you. Um, we had a little rally last week in the stock market and the bond market and everything like that. Um, I will say, we used to give every week on the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show um, a stock market and a current events market update. And the market today is about a little over 33,000, about 33,500. It's down, it opened up down 11 today. Um, but I will say, on a 52 week basis, the high was almost 37,000, the low was 28,660. So we've climbed back almost a little bit over the midway point, Lisa. And when the stock market's going well and the economy starts to come back, it directly affects the real estate market. Because Lisa, as you know, having been in this business for a very, very long time, the way people feel about their job, the way they feel about the state of the economy, and we all know everybody, if you read the newspaper every day, everybody's going to tell you that the economy's in the dumper, that, hey, all negative, 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 negative. But really right now, Lisa, the real estate market there's no shortage of buyers. What there is a shortage of home inventory. Well, let's talk about your buyer's experience right now. You and I have something going right now where there's a buyer still willing to pay 50000 over asking. Yeah, I mean, there's still definitely a shortage, especially in some specific communities. There are some communities where that's not the case. Uh, places that are really desirable, Birmingham, Troy, um, you know, those places sometimes still have this, this shortage and people are willing to pay more than the home currently appraised for. Now, that sometimes means it's because the home was put on the market at an asking price that was probably higher than current value because there's still a lot of sellers out there trying to cash in on the on the frenzy, right? And so maybe their house is worth, we'll just use round numbers, 500000 They're going to list it for five twenty nine because they just want to see what they can get, right? They're just going to throw it out there. And someone might bid you know, 515 because that they really love the home, but you know, the appraisal is going to come in at 500. So sometimes it's that scenario, other scenarios, that's not the case. The house is priced right in the market and people are just kind of going crazy. So you, you have to be willing to play the game and understand um, what the game is and making sure that you're comfortable with the numbers. The reality is, is it's more than okay to pay 15,000 more um, than asking. If you've got the money, it's the home of your dreams. You're going to make it into a home. You know, you're not looking at it from an investment standpoint. You're looking at this from a life standpoint, right? This is going to be your house where you you and your family spend time. So nothing's wrong with that. Um, and it's definitely still happening in quite a few areas. Yeah, I appreciate that, Lisa. And Harvey, you were in real estate offices yesterday. Um, 
Tell me what what was the temperature like? What was the vibe like in the real estate offices that you hit yesterday? Tell us a little bit about what you experienced yesterday going into the real estate offices that you go in. Really, nothing's changed, Gary. Boy, those experienced uh, real estate agents, it always feels different when you're sitting down with them, when you see what they've got going on. Their teams are busy. They're prospecting on the phones. Um, they're writing a lot of purchase agreements. They are working with buyers and sellers and trying to get as many transactions accomplished this year. Again, we think, and of course, uh, we we have some further information I know you'll be sharing after uh, that uh, seminar we did yesterday, the corporate thing, things are so positive for look at in the outlook for 2023. And it has to do truly with the amount of buyers that are going to be out there and the lack of inventory. So housing, we really are confident that 2023 can be a lot better year and a little bit more stable. You know, John, I was at the seminar yesterday and it kind of reminded me of talks that we've had. Um, there are real estate um, realtors out there, real estate professionals that are experienced, they're going to go ahead with their marketing, they're going to go out with their cold calling, they're prospecting everything. And John, just like loan officers, they're going to be loan officers that go out in the real estate office, they're going to do their prospecting, but they're going to be some that aren't going to do cold calls. They're just not going to do it. And my feeling is those who do the cold calls, those who do the prospecting, those that are out there in the industry are going to make it. And those that don't, well, they're going to get what they get right now, because let's face it. 2020, 2021 in the real estate industry and the mortgage banking industry, they were fantasy years. We we are wiping those out of our memory banks. I know that I am. It wasn't real. But those who put in the work now, John, in the real estate industry, and, and you've got realtors that are working hard, that uh, they're going to make it through, right? Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I was in a real estate office yesterday and got to meet with the realtors team, and we talked about how experience matters. And both uh, she and I have uh, double-digit years in this industry, and experience matters about uh, products and having to get through a a market like this. And what do you do to Audible to adjust to make sure that you're benefiting your clients and doing all the right things? And it's no no time to freak out, um, you know. It makes sure you just get out there, build your relationships and uh, do what you always do. You know, we just got done with the closing here a little bit ago and um, I was sitting across the, across the table from the seller. The seller was having the house uh, professionally cleaned. She replaced light bulbs that were out, uh, batteries in uh, fire, uh, fire alarms that were uh, out and just did all in uh, uh, an older woman too, did all the things you're supposed to do. And I said to my buyer, I said, you take note of this. This is, this, you won't see this on every seller. This is the way it's right. supposed to be. This is this is the way you're supposed to treat a transaction. And that seller, good for her. She loved the home. She had lived there for over 50 years. And she just wanted it to be up to snuff for the new buyer. So do what you're supposed to do and stop dicking around. Hey, isn't it amazing, John, Lisa, Harvey, um, that... People want to get extra credit and notoriety and get built up for the things that they're supposed to do in life. I don't, I never could understand that. So here's John's example, the seller getting the house ready and doing what they're supposed to do. Like you would, you wouldn't leave a house messy for somebody. You would clean it up. You have, you want to put your best foot forward. Well, how about this, Lisa? It's like that in any business. I don't care if you're in mortgages, real estate, if you're selling, whatever you're selling. It doesn't matter. It's all about the relationship, right? And how you treat people. 
I heard something great yesterday. I heard it. I heard it about two months ago. I heard it last month. I heard it yesterday. It, those people that are in sales that continue to sell, they to continue to sell. I let me rephrase that. Those that continue to sell that are in sales, they're missing the boat. Don't sell. Help. Don't be salesy. Help people out, Lisa. I know I'm not a good salesperson. I never have been because sales connotates that you're telling people things that aren't true. Okay. I've always been good at helping people. I want to help people. And it was driven home to me that we don't sell in our industry. We help people. We help people get into homes via what we do for a living. And that is we finance homes to help people achieve buying that home. And let's talk about your buyers that you're working with right now. You still have a number of buyers that you're working with. It doesn't seem that buyers are going away. It seems actually the buyers are coming back into the market. Lisa. Yeah, I think a few of these people have, have taken heed. And we said this is, I mentioned it a couple months ago, I mentioned it last month. This is a little bit of a pocket here where the prices have stabilized. Like I said, there's a few communities where that, that still might be a little crazy, but that's not the case over every community. A lot of the other communities, we've got you know major stabilization. And this is the opportunity now that rates have kind of calmed down and they're not skyrocketing out of control on a daily basis um, and prices aren't to, to get into the house that you want to get into. You know, you may have had to overpay for a house previously. You may have had to pay thousands over asking, you know, and right now you can get homes in St. Clair Shores and other communities um, for a very, very competitive price, not have to pay over asking. Sometimes you're even being able to negotiate concessions, meaning the seller can pay for some of your cost. And so I think a lot of the first time home buyers that were scared um, a year ago when everything was so crazy um, are now coming back into the market, you know, and they should be very well um, pretty surprised about how much easier it is. They're not going to have to make 12 offers to get one accepted. Yeah, I, I think that's true. And Harvey, talk about the, uh, talk about the vibe, talk about the attitude and, and the pep in the step. You just had um, some great, purchase transactions closed. What was the feeling when you were at the closing and, and you heard that they bought the house and, and they were buyers that you've been working with for a long time, right? Exciting. Um, you know, it's funny, a couple of the first time home buyers I'm working with, they're not, they're not buying two, three hundreds. I've got some married couples and they are looking for their, maybe closer to their forever home. They feel like this is a great opportunity. And I think, you know, that's, that's really the key word is opportunity is there's a few less buyers out there as we get into the holiday season. Rates, the interest rates in September, October scared some folks away. We see them dropping a little bit recently. And that's bringing the smarter buyers out. They're coming in with an aggressive offer. Again, we're not seeing that 40, 50,000. They're coming in at asking price and they're getting the house they want. They're also having that extra time here, as you mentioned. Uh, to go out there and do their due diligence. And that gives you confidence. The whole thing with home ownership is it's a roof over your head. You want to know that you're making a sound purchase. You want to think that one day you might be able to sell it and get some money out of it. And more importantly, that's affordable and it's not a money pit. And it's all about building the confidence up with these first time home buyers. So again, whether they're buying a 250 starter home or they're looking at a five, six, $800,000 home, the, the, nothing is better then that feeling when these buyers are confident and you know they're confident. And uh, that's what we always, we're always pushing that. The mortgage show, the podcast we do, educating buyers. So again, get out there. If your family members are looking at buying houses, have them sit down with this the old fashioned way or do a FaceTime call. It's really fun and exciting for us to engage 
and first time home buyers and get them all pumped up about their purchase. Yeah, this is the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast for Wednesday, November 16, 2022, brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. With us also to just join us, Becky Alley. Good morning, Becky. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Sorry, I was finishing up a call with a client. It ran a little bit over. Hey, it happens. Real life happens. We're doing business every day, and we appreciate you joining us. So everybody out there, I think there's a misnomer. People, they, the only thing that they talk about when they first meet us and they say, hey, Harry, what are interest rates, right? Hi, Lisa, what are interest rates? Hi, Becky, what are interest rates? John, what are the rates going to do? Harvey, where are the rates going to go in 2023? Rates, rates, rates. Every, you know, people want to talk about rates, but they don't really know what drives rates. Do you, people don't know. So here's a quick lesson. What drives rates is not the bond market. It's not the stock market. It's not what's going on in Russia. Okay. What drives rates is inflation. Inflation dictates what interest rates are going to be. Inflation goes up, rates go up. Inflation comes down, rates go down. All you have to do is follow inflation historically, and you'll see what happened in the 80s. Inflation was double digits. Rates went up crazy double digits. You kept, saw like at the end of the 90s, early 2000s, you saw what inflation did. Rates, inflation went up, rates went up. We're in the same cycle right now. So when anybody wants to talk about rates, all they have to do is understand the rule of inflation and inflation dictates it. And what is inflation? Inflation is when people are out there spending more money on goods and services and creating a demand where the demand is outweighing the supply, which lifts up the inflation rate. So that's what we're in right now. Now, what happened last week is that maybe they came out and said inflation is starting to, John Cole, I'm going to go to you on this, starting to come a little bit under control. But then what happened this morning? Price and retail prices came out and they were higher than expected. So stock market took a hit, bond market took a hit. So John and I have this conversation all the time. And, and we agree to a certain extent that the Fed has overreacted. I was at a seminar last week. There were a lot of economists there. There was an industry economist there named Barry Habib. Barry was a loan officer, reinvented himself into a market predictor, has all these followers all around the country. And Barry came up to me and said, hey, Harry, what do you think the market's going to do in 2023? John, here's what I told him. I said that the Fed is going to raise rates in December 2022 and then have at least two more rate hikes in 2023 before second quarter. Barry shook his head. He said, yeah, but I can't go on stage and tell everybody that. And I said, okay, well, you do you, I'll do me. John, let's talk about where we think interest rates are going to be and why does that matter? Or maybe it doesn't matter. Well, I think it matters because like you said, Harry, the Fed's been doing everything the wrong way. They've, they've been following what everything's been done in, in, uh, in the historicals and the historicals haven't worked and they're doing it again. They did it in 81, they did it in 2008, and they're doing it now. That's because they can't think for themselves. But that's okay. Um, I'm out there to make this a little bit uh, confrontational, Lisa. And, uh, you know, I think the uh, the Fed will stop uh, bumping interest rates after this year, after 2023. Uh, or I'm sorry, after 2022. And uh, we'll start to see rates uh, uh, tail uh, even out and come back down, um, kind of like uh, Barry had discussed a little bit. But uh, that's my
personal opinion. I'm, I'm sticking to it. And I think that uh, that you're, you're right, Harry. It, it does follow inflation and inflation is starting to come back down and down and down and down. And, uh, you know, we're going to start to see rates come down to uh, due to that as well. I would love that. Becky, let's go to you. I want to get your take on it. I was with you yesterday. Saw you uh, on a great panel. I, I, I'm very biased, but it's also true. You were the uh, uh, one of the most successful people on that panel. You'll tell everybody about what it was about yesterday. And, and my feeling is, is that sharing the knowledge that we have for people that really don't understand mortgages real and real estate is paramount to what we need to do. Continuing educating you were on a panel with eight other people, and clearly, Becky, and I know people are going to get mad at me because they're going to see this podcast or not. They're going to hear me say how great you were yesterday and educational. I just thought you blew the whole room away. I think I, I really appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I got a lot of positive feedback afterwards, um, even from just people that don't really understand mortgages or real estate and just said that I even motivated them from a personal standpoint because I was a little bit transparent on you know, like earlier stages in my career and, and things like that. But um, it, it was very informative. And a lot of it was about, you know, being around the right people, right? The right like-minded individuals. And that seemed to be like the common theme as far as what's going to help people succeed. But there still needs to be a clear path to not only having real estate agents being educated on how to survive in this market and adapt, but the biggest thing is that the clients cannot get you know, get overlooked in all this. So you can pour and pour and pour into the real estate agents, but the if the real estate agents are not in turn advocating properly for our clients and they're getting hooked up with the wrong mortgage company, which, because we are the first conversations with people or we need to be, and sometimes we're the second. And that's where I feel like some of our consumers, they get that disservice or they get frustrated because they really don't understand the proper steps that are needed for home ownership. Yeah, Lisa Lawson, let's talk about that. You're a relationship person. Um, you specifically, and we call you the Google in our office, and we appreciate you all the knowledge that you bring. But I think it really helps when you're dealing with first-time homebuyers, Lisa, and you touched upon that. And I also want you to talk about first-time homebuyer programs, specifically Mishta, and what's going on in that market right now. So I think it's important, especially for first-time homebuyers, to work with a team that they can trust and knows that they have best interest at heart. There's a lot of people out there and they always say, you know, go with what you know. And I think that's so important um, because you know that we'll do your due diligence. If someone's recommended us, it's because we've already done good for them. We're going to do the same for you. And I think that is number one. You need to have somebody in your corner as a first-time homebuyer. Um, too many times, first-time homebuyers kind of get a little bit lost in the shuffle. I've had first-time home buyers go to a listing, fall in love with the house, decide to make an offer with the listing agent, and it doesn't realize the listing agent represents the seller, doesn't have their best interest. So, you know, always make sure you're working with professionals that understand your needs, that's going to explain everything you want to know along the way and has your interest as the buyer at heart. Um, and in regards to first-time home buyer programs, yes, Mitch is a phenomenal program, still out there um, for first-time home buyers. You also can be a repeat home buyer if you're buying in very specific areas. So you don't always have to be a first-time home buyer. Rates are super competitive. If you need down payment assistance, it's at six and a half percent right now. If you don't need assistance, then it's at a six flat. But you know, in addition to Mishta, there's other down payment assistance programs out there that we utilize and have available, um, including the Chinoa Fund, which is a great one. So just because you might not qualify for Mishta because it is income capped you may qualify for Chinoa because those income caps are much higher and there's other uh, programs out there. So don't think 
just because you don't have a ton of money saved or you don't have, you know, their 20% or you only have the three and a half, you don't have enough for closing that you still have to wait. If you could be ready to go now and stop renting or living with mom and dad. I agree. Situation is. There's no time like now, Harvey Freed. I mean, advice to people, let's go around the horn, start with you, Harvey, because we are running up against the, uh, the noon hour. Harvey, my advice to people is don't wait. Don't wait. I bought a house, rates were at 12 and three quarters. Rates, it, do, it doesn't matter. And, and I've heard this saying, I don't know that I like it or not. It's kind of cliche. You know, marry the house, date the rate. I mean, whatever that means, that means. It just means that when rates come down, we can go ahead and refinance you. I don't like the weird cliche saying it's just too cheesy salesy for me, but that's just me. I would tell you this, that we're always going to, we're not going to sell anybody. We're going to help people out. And Harvey, when you're talking to people about interest rates, there's no guarantee that in three years, like one lender, within three years, you're going to be able to refinance. I will tell you that we always keep your information we will always keep you updated and we will always do the best for you. Right, Harvey? Yeah, Harry, there's so much knowledge that goes involved in a mortgage. No shock, by the way, Harry, that Becky Ellie was the best one on the stage last night. That's a guarantee. She also does a great job on the radio show that we do every Saturday. Look, you either know or you don't know. Experience is the key. We're experienced lenders. Um, working with the transaction now, again, instead of going 5% down, it's 3% down. It's Freddie Mac Home Possible. Lower PMI. He took a simple class last night. The other broker in town has no clue of the program. We can tell by their NMLS number in most cases. Now, not everybody out there who's new isn't doesn't know, but the top 10% of lenders is who you got to team up with. You got to get with their team. And then you really know what you're looking at. Again, pulling some documents this morning, I find out the house is not even homesteaded. The buyer had no idea what that meant. So professionalism in our industry is still a key. And Harry, the opportunity out there, we just hope, as you mentioned, the opportunity is now get out there, get your team together, call us. If we can help you great or we'll point you in the right direction. I appreciate that, Harvey. John Cole. Yeah, I mean, like uh, like Harvey said, experience matters. Uh, make sure you're dealing with people who know what's going on in the industry, who have been through it before, uh, or at least have somebody on their back that has been through it before because you know, you need to know what to do in situations. Not every situation is always the same. And so make sure you're just putting yourself together with somebody like us at Capital Mortgage Funding and the realtors that we partner up with. I appreciate you, John. Becky Ellie. Um, Okay. Well, something that you said earlier was like when people are talking about the rates and when people ask me about the rates, I just tell them, I don't really care what the rates are because you can't control them. What you can control is a house you can afford, whether you're renting or not, if payment, if the payment makes sense. Does buying make sense for you, right? It has nothing to do with the interest rates because if you're renting and you can afford your own house, you need to do it. When is the best time to buy? When it works for you. Maybe renting is the best option and that's okay too. The point of the pre-approval is it's free. We develop a roadmap for you and we educate you throughout the process. So whether that's now or in five years from now, that is the point of it. And if you're not getting pre-approved properly, you need to reevaluate that. But again, the problem is, is that people don't know that they're not being properly pre-approved. And sometimes lenders, they are trying to sell vanilla, sell vanilla, sell vanilla when that client needs chocolate. We are a lender that has a plethora of programs that can be curtailed specifically to what the client needs. And that needs to be well said and well spoken on all fronts because everyone's situation is not cookie cutter. It's totally different, like Lisa mentioned. Yeah, I'm going to say this to you, Becky, John, Lisa, Harvey. I'm very confident in making the following statement. 
over the last 30 years, I defy you to show me a lender in this area or nationally that has done more purchase transactions in the last 30 years than John Cole, <laughs> Becky Alley, Harry Glance, Lisa Lawson, and Harvey Frank, collectively. I just, I don't, I don't know of anybody. I will even give you leeway and say the top 1%, maybe. So that means 99% of everybody else that is in the lending game right now has done less purchase transactions and knows less about the programs. That doesn't mean there isn't 1% that's tied with us that know. It just means Lisa Lawson, and I'm going to let you get the last word in, that if you're doing a home purchase, right, and you want to buy a home, if rates are whatever the rates are, if you're paying rent, Lisa Lawson, you're paying 100% of somebody else's mortgage, and you're not paying the six, seven, eight percent and gaining the equity, appreciation, home ownership, everything that comes with that purchase price, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes people have to rent. We get it. Everybody's situation is different. But if you have the ability to be a homeowner, it's investing in yourself and in your future because every payment you make pays down that debt. Your home will eventually appreciate in value. And when you go to sell that property, you're going to be sitting on a chunk of change that you can use for whatever you want, including purchasing even a bigger home. So, you know, home ownership is, is not just, yeah, I got a house to live in, but it's, it's building and investing in your own equity, in your own um, financial portfolio. So it's way more than just owning a house. And I think that, you know, that's why it's so important. I think that's why it's a goal of so many people is to own a home. And we'll definitely do everything we can in our power to make that happen for anybody that comes to any of us. Yeah, I appreciate that. And and one thing that I'm very lucky, I feel very lucky and privileged to work with you guys, John Cole, Becky Alley, Lee Lawson, Harvey Free, our entire staff at Capital Mortgage Funding every day, because I can tell you that we honestly put our best face and foot forward to serve all of our clients. Over the last 30 years, um, we've served hundreds of thousands of families, saved them millions of dollars, all by doing the right thing for them. We'll continue to do so. This has been the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast, produced and directed by Roberto Boshane. He's in the booth. He's got the sun in my eyes there. He's, he's so bright. Um, appreciate all of you. NMLS number 2289. Well, we will be back on Saturday morning with the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, hosted by Harvey Freed, Lisa Lawson, John Kolb, and Becky Alley, 9 to 10 every Saturday morning, and we'll see you soon.